Welcome to the MetPro Method podcast. I'm your host, Crystal O'Keefe, and today I am joined by MetPro Director of Coaching, Megan Omley, and we are going to be discussing meal planning 101. So what does that mean? Well, at MetPro, we know our clients like to get help with met planning, but also everyone has a different skill set of cooking and planning prior to joining us. And we at MetPro also have our own way of doing things. So this episode is going to be geared toward a person who is just starting out with MetPro. Maybe you've cooked all your life, but never prepped a meal. This is a great place to start. Megan, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Crystal. I'm excited about this topic. I am too. Just through our conversations, I have learned a lot already, so I am eager to share. I know that often our new clients want to jump right into cooking their favorite meals on MetPro. I was certainly that way. But is that the best approach? You know... I say no, right? (laughs) Again, you mentioned it already, but everybody comes to us with a different skill set, right? But even if you're somebody who has meal prepped in the past or counted macros in the past, I still encourage everybody in their first few weeks on MetPro, really keep it simple. There's a lot of learning that takes place in this first couple of weeks, right? And so this phase one or this beginner phase in my book of meal prep or MetPro measuring is really to get to know it before you get fancy, (laughs) right? So, and those of you who are getting started will totally sympathize, but there's a lot of stuff going on those first few weeks, right? You get into that meal plan for the first time and you're like, what the heck is one serving a meal car? Right. Right. You have no clue. You're (laughs) like, I've never seen something like that before. Right. And so you're learning what the difference between you know, two thirds cup of brown rice and one third cup of brown rice and three ounces of sweet potato and what that looks like, not only on your plate, but also how we measure and how we count things, right? You're also learning what's the difference between a meal carb and a vegetable carb as well, or a snack carb, or how do we count our proteins or our fats? So there's just a lot of learning just in that respect that's taking place so that then you know, you can do more of that in your head once you get those little things. I shouldn't call them little. Once you get those things under your belt. So you got to get all these individual components. That's what you're saying is like focus on all these individual components before you try putting them all together. Absolutely. And just figuring that out is enough. And so then saying, oh, I want to do, you know, this complex recipe probably is just going to lead to frustration and going, it's too hard. I can't do it. Yes. (laughs) Those words. It's a burden. I hate that. I'm like, no, you got to give it a chance. (laughs) Yes. So keep it simple. Keep it simple. That's I just can't emphasize that enough. So when you're starting out, are there some supplies that, you know, new clients should make sure they have on hand when they're getting started? My favorite one. This is a must have. I was talking to somebody just two days ago. (laughs) I said, well, what about your food scale? And the person told me, well, I don't have a food scale. They've been on that for 18 days. No. I was like, no, what? (laughs) You haven't started Metro then. You must, you must, you must have a food scale and don't worry, no funny business. We're not going to be like, oh yeah, take your food scale in the restaurant with you and put it out on the table and measure your food. No, keep that food scale at home, but keep it on the counter. Your first couple of weeks, like I said, you're going to be using it a lot as you figure out 
what does two ounces of steak look like? Oh, actually get four ounces of this meal. What does four ounces look like, right? This is going to be honestly one of your biggest teachers on what your plate should look like, right? So often we're told just eat less, eat less, eat less, right? And this is just ingrained in us and, or, oh, I overeat. Okay, but do you really, or do you eat, the wrong things yes. and you overeat. Yes. Right. Yes. And so part of this initial process is a little bit of learning, but also unlearning what you've done for so long. Right. Oh, and so, so true. You know, I, never, and so, I, I always thought I was eating vegetables before, but that <laughs> whenever yeah. I joined in Metro, I found out what eating vegetables really is. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So that's the thing that food scale is so, so very, very important. It's my favorite. Right. But then also, you know, simpler things. If you don't have storage containers already, like glass Pyrex or something like that to store your prepped food in, you're going to want quite a few of those, right? Because you're going to want to do more bulk prepping or, you know, you're not just going to cook by meal. At least I don't recommend that. You're going to want to have storage things to then grab from. Yeah. I would say that's definitely secondary to that food scale, but those two things are really helpful. Okay. Yeah. Those are great. I love having a variety of different storage options because sometimes I want to cook a big thing and sometimes I want to cook a little thing or sometimes I want to divide all my lunches up and have them ready to go. So you got to have options. So absolutely. Or you want to make a big old bowl and just throw a top on it and take it all with you in one, or you need like three or four different ones, right. To take things to the office. So now that we're all, you know, going back to the office and things like that, having that stuff be portable again is really important. It sure is. Yeah. Uh, Having options. It's great to have the options and maybe add a cooler in there too. So you can. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Especially if you're somebody who travels for work or drives around in your car, you're absolutely going to need something like that. Or even if you're shuttling kids here and there for afternoon, you know, definitely having that option, especially in the summer months is really important too. So. So if you're a brand new client, you're just starting off, what is the very first thing that you should focus on when you're creating these meals? Love this. Measuring. That's the first thing that you're figuring out, right? See, here comes that food scale. I told you I'm big on the food scale. (laughs) (laughs) So this is huge. This is going to help you kind of, as I alluded to, take the show on the road, right? This is going to help you progress into that more intermediate phase of Metro prep and cooking, right? And so, like I said, understanding how much food should be on your plate during a given phase, because that is going to adjust, right? That's part of Metro. You know, our meal plans aren't, here you go for 30 days, ready, go, right? We are adjusting. We are saying, you know, two meal carbs right now at this meal, but soon it might be one. And what's that difference look like, right? So I really recommend, you know, here's your plate. You've got your protein, your carb, your fat, your veggie carb. Look at it, right? Those first, you know, two, three weeks, keep things separate. Now I'm not saying be boring, right? Well, yeah, yes. Keep things separate so that you can see the amount of this is really four ounces. This is really two thirds. This is my four ounces of carrots. Right. So you can start to visualize what that looks like is really, really important. You know, over a year in and I still always measure my cheese because different kinds of cheese look different. If it's and the, they weigh different. They do. Sure. They do. Yeah. And like I always get the shredded cheese, but sometimes depending on what the store has, I get the really finely shredded ones. Sometimes yes. I get the large shredded ones. Well, 
old, they look very different with one ounce. <laughs> the amount, exactly. Absolutely. That's the thing, right? So that food scale is really that fail safe of that measurement and just making sure that, you know, you've got that. And Crystal, you probably don't measure any more simple things, right? Like no. maybe some of your proteins or some of your veggies, right? You just kind of can go, that looks right to me. And well, there'll be times and- when you resort back to using that food scale more frequently. But once you're out of that learning phase, it's not going to be like you're putting every single thing on that food scale. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. I feel like vegetables I'm not as concerned about because I can eat a whole bunch of those. And I know that. So as long as I'm right. eating till I'm full with vegetables, I feel like I'm in a good place. Yeah, absolutely. And that depends on phase too, right? Some of our clients out there might be like, "Hmm, I don't have any vegetables on my phase. Well, that's because you're eating a lot of everything else. (laughs) That's right. That's a good point. So what's an example of a simple meal on MetPro that you could start with? Yeah. So I like doing, you know, just chicken, brown rice, green beans, and using, you know, my oil, to cook either my, or put all my green beans, or you can put a little butter on your green beans, or you can put a little cheese on there, right? As your fat. But I really like to keep it really simple and look at it just like that. So you've got your chicken breast, then you've got your brown rice, which maybe you decide to put a little garlic in or you know, something like that to flavor it up, or maybe you used quinoa and brown rice and mix those together. That's great too. So when we say keep it simple, that doesn't mean I want you having like boiled chicken and boiled green beans. <laughs> and I've had people misunderstand that before. And I was like, no, please. Right. Like just make sure in those first two, three weeks, just keep them separate on your plate. So really that's what I would say a meal looks like. Or if you want a steak, do a steak, asparagus, and maybe some sweet potato, right? Just keep things divided. Don't make soups or lasagnas or, you know, more complicated items that are going to require you to put everything in one and go, Ooh, now how do I, what do I, because you still don't know, Oh, two servings is six ounces of sweet potato. I don't really know what that looks like. And now it's all mashed together. So now what? Right. right. Yeah, so. exactly. So yeah. if you're keeping it simple and divided, keeping those items simple and divided, are there ways to mix it up to be a little more appealing? Like you said, you know, we don't want to stick with that boiled chicken, but like, what can I do to make it taste better? Yeah, no, absolutely. So again, talking phase one of Metro, right? There's a lot of seasonings or... Even sauces, make sure you check with your coach on this first, but a lot of seasonings are really, really great. My friends always joke, Megan, you have so many seasonings. Like what in the heck? I'm like, spices are my best friend. Like why add calories where you don't need to? It tastes just as good, right? Or you can use things like a coconut amino or those sorts of things to really flavor things up. So do that. Or you might decide, you know, lettuce is a free food. I've learned that it's the middle of summer, maybe. And you're like, here's my bed of lettuce. It's all free. Now I'm going to put my protein, my brown rice and a few more veggies and mix it all together. That works great. Right. So that kind of thing, but just start separate. Do you, <laughs> Do you get that yet? Start separate. I, <laughs> <laughs> I keep saying that. Well, do you have a favorite spice that you find yourself going back to over and over again? Or do you have too many? You can't decide. I have so many, but I love just like a rosemary or a, I put dill in a lot of things, believe it or not. I use like a chili powder, but one of my favorite 
spice like brands is Penzi's. If you haven't heard of it, it's amazing. And so I order our spices from there and they're just super flavorful. They're always delicious. You know, I'll put garlic powder on things. Like I just said with the brown rice, sometimes I'm like, Oh, well that was boring. You know, it's in that. Okay. That worked. Right. So just keep them on hand. They come super, super handy. My favorite is the everything but the bagel seasoning. Oh, I, yes. I use that a lot. <laughs> what do you put it on? Almost What's everything. Like if I have Brussels sprouts and I'm tired yes. of looking at them, I'll, <laughs> I put, I'll put a little sprinkle of cheese and then I'll put everything but the bagel seasoning on and it just changes the texture and the flavor yeah. of it. And so yeah, absolutely super. Well, easy. How about the invention of the air fryer? Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yes. I throw Game everything in there. Changer. Us too. We didn't even <laughs> get one till like last fall. I'm like, no, I don't want another appliance. Like this is just, it's whatever. And then we got it. And I was like, okay, yeah, sold everything <laughs> all the time goes in there. I and tell it's, you. it's so great for what you're talking about, about keeping things separate too, because like you can make like a big batch of, let's say salmon in the air fryer. And then you use that with your rice that you might microwave. I mean, so it's like super easy to do. Yeah. And, you know, keep in mind too, when you're just starting out, some really helpful things can be prep more than you need for that meal. Right. And then you're packaging it up and then you're just dividing out what you need for say lunch. That's like a rule in our house. You know, I've cooked and I look at my husband, I'm like, don't you eat that last portion? Don't you eat that last? That is mine for lunch. Like <laughs> dinner, whatever dinner was the night before always equals Megan's lunch the next day. Like, it's just like a known rule. Do that, right? Like do that because it's going to help just take some of that work out of it. Right. Or prep three lunches, you know, in a row of the same thing, right? So making sure you're prepping, you know, by macro, but in bulk is really, really, really important. So those are all wonderful tips. Uh, (laughs) Megan, thank you so much for your time today. Can you give people your email address to reach out to you if they have any questions? Yeah, it's Megan, M-E-G-A-N at metpro.co. Awesome. Listeners, that is all for this week. You can find all the MetPro Method episodes anywhere you get podcasts, or you can go to metpro.co slash podcast. Please be sure to follow the show and rate and review because that lets other people know what they can expect from the show. You can also learn more about MetPro at metpro.co. I'm your host, Crystal O'Keefe, and I will be back next week. Until then, remember, consistency is key.